Hi, I'm Adam. And I'm Dean. And this is Put on Pause. So today we are watching Real Housewives of New York City, episode, oh, sorry, season 14, episode 8, Business Classy. What is this one? This one is Jenna's brother visits New York and Bryn's, Bryn connects with brother in Los Angeles. All right. Want to get into it? Yep. Let's do it. All right. All right, let's get into it. So what did you think of Sai and Uma's shopping trip? Uh, I liked it. I thought it was brief. I thought it was short. Nothing much to, um, like, break down in, in it. I I enjoyed it. I liked the fact that Sai was giving her, like, an update and, like, a lowdown of, like, what, what happened. I love the fact that Uba kind of called her out and was like, no, you were wrong for leaving. You should have said goodbye or order a pizza or do something. Like you could have done something where it would it would have landed better. I like that because I feel like Sai is on this high horse right now, even though I absolutely love her. I absolutely adore her. But like I feel like she's on this little bit of a high horse. I um what do you call it? I I don't I'm I'm fifty fifty on her side, that is. Her stance on on Jenna on the marketing of her products and using them to promote them because for me, I feel like, and there's nothing against any of the other women, I feel like she's at this higher level. Like I'm not doing a I'm not doing a Bethany and and Kelly Kelly Ben Simone. Like I'm here, you're there. I just think it's ingrained in her. You have to you're talking about somebody who's been in the fashion industry for 30 years, somebody who is more uh, like step back, not really in the limelight. So her life probably for those 30 years had been nothing but fashion, nothing but promoting, nothing but marketing. So it comes second nature to her and, and all of her relationships. Yeah, they may, they may have come from, you know, the, the connections that she had with J crew. So yeah, she's branding. Yeah, she's promoting. So what support her? Like she's not, she doesn't need it. Like I feel like, like she is probably already has that part taken care of. And I think I said this before in our last podcast, like she's has the marketing side done. She has the promotions done. She's giving it to you as like, fuck it. Like I have extra here. Like I'm just giving you a gift basket. I just, I don't like that. Like you, you got to give me the cheddar in order for me to promote it. Like support a friend, especially a new friend. Yeah. I'm going to, I think she, by she, I mean Jenna, I think Jenna almost, it like, I think she really is doing it out of kindness. And yes, there's a lot of collabs, but like, it's a collab for a reason because it's a product that she really loves and mm-hmm. is passionate about it. Yep. Let's just take her lashes, for example. She's like, I have no lashes. This is super, like, important to me. And I'm super passionate about it. So she sort of wants to share pieces of herself that are important with others. So I'm almost Absolutely. thinking... She's coming from, like, that sort of mindset. Like, these are things that I love. I love these things so much, and I want to share them with you. I'm and using, it's less about it being a collab. Yeah, I, I'm using my my ability, my place in life, to be able to do these collaborations for people that are not able to. Yeah. I see it that way. You know, especially when she was talking about, like, 
you know, I have no lashes. I have, I, you know, I have this skin condition. I was doing this to make other people feel better because I'm finally in a place where I can do that. Yeah. And yeah. that's why I respect that so much. And it's not about the cheddar. And I, and I love Sai and I love her. I love her style. And I love, she, she has like the style that I like. I love how she brings in like chic fashion, but urban. Yes. And I love that. But at the same time, I feel like maybe there is a little bit of jealousy there because she's promoting somebody else's product versus Jenna promoting her own. Right. Right. I will say I do agree with you. That little outfit that she put on was amazing, and I hope she purchased it and wears it in many places. But it's – I just want her to lay off Jenna a little bit. I think all of them need to lay off Jenna. Well, yes. They all need to lay off Jenna, but – in this moment, like, Sai needs to just give yeah. her a little bit of grace. I think Sai actually could probably talk to her husband because yeah. he really put things in perspective really well, which is so not typical of what we usually see with, like, housewives' husbands actually being, like, a good voice of reason. So he really stood out to me for that. It was when um, Sai and Bryn were talking and they were giving Jessel a hard time. And he came in and he was like, hey, like, she gave birth to twins. Like, we don't really know what that feels like. So let's give her a little bit of grace. You know, when they sort of like put, he sort of put things in perspective for her. I wish that, like, she would engage him in conversation about this. And he could also sort of impart some of that wisdom. Because very often, the housewives' husbands are super problematic and are not the people you're going to for advice but like he actually had really good advice about the situation with Jessel so I feel like he could also give her good advice on this situation too no I agree 100% and maybe they took that into consideration when they were doing the reboot looking at all aspects of the show oh maybe maybe not not even just the housewives but looking at the interaction of the friends of the housewives the husbands the kids Mm -hmm. and really looking at it more holistically like we need more voices that are you know that are going to be opinionated that are going to speak their mind and and maybe that's it because even 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 Jessel's husband is a little bit more opinionated mm-hmm. you know yeah. even Bryn her her ex fiance he laid it all out there like it's a lot more transparent um, yeah I love the interaction with with Uba because I feel like uh, she kind of is more realistic in a sense mm-hmm. she'll see both sides of things. And she will pick a side, which everybody does in, in life. So I like the fact that she called outside. I really do like the fact that she called outside because I'm getting tired of it. We talked about it on the last podcast. Yeah. I'm getting tired of the whole food excuse. Girl, eat at home. If you are always hungry, eat at home. Have a cliff bar in your in your purse. <laughs> like, right. you know, I and I get it. I, I get it because I'm the I, I lean more towards wanting to eat more. So I I I, I feel sigh. I really do. But I also am like, shit, I may go somewhere where they're not going to have food. So I'm going to have a protein bar or I'm going to have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Something to hold me over. And then I'll go and get a slice of pizza somewhere. Do you think it would have been different if Uba were actually there if she didn't have COVID? Okay. How she was at the wreath party? Do you think she would have, like, interjected and, like, mediated the fight a bit? I think so. That's a good point. I think so. I think she would have sided with Sai. And sided with Aaron about the about the Bryn thing. Yeah. And I don't know. We'll go we'll get into it a little further, but like so moving on to uh Jenna and her brother. I like that dynamic. I'm best friends with my 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 
my sister. So like, I love that dynamic. When they look like they literally were like two peas in a pod, like yeah. inseparable. And I get why she wants to go early to the trip. You know, she has a skin condition. She has a hair and and and, and a mouth condition. And 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 you know, if this is gonna make her feel better, then let her go. Be a supportive friend and let her go because at the same time, like she's going to have a miserable time for the majority of the trip if she feels less than you. Yeah. And I hate that. And I, you know, to come, they attack her for it. But like, I hate that. Like she has a condition that makes her feel less than. So support her. Be her friend. Don't go against her. So like she said it with, with her brother, like. You know my condition. You know what I go through. You know what I struggle with. I always feel like I am imperfect or I, you know, I feel, I feel like people are going to look at me and the whole feeling of her in line with, with her, 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 you know, being in school and her, and then making fun of her. Like that brings back memories of me when I was heavier. Like, so support her. Don't chastise her. Yeah. I, I agree. I think it's, there's always things that make us feel more confident and better. And for her, it's like, just give me a base tan. Let me reduce, as she said, this visual noise. And you know what? It will make me feel so much more confident and so much better mm-hmm. being there. So I say, girl, like, go for it. If, if you need to do something to, like, give yourself, like, that confidence, do it. I agree. Yeah. No, I, I, I really do agree. And I... And I and the thing is, is that now watching this episode and then we can move on to the next part of the show. But like watching this part of the episode where she shares about her hair, skin, her teeth. Like Jen Alliance is a national figure. Like she is publicly known. And she has said in previous episodes that she shares everything on her social media. So for Sai or any of the other women to be like, well, you share this with complete strangers, but not with me. Go... I put everything out there for everybody. That's a good point. And, and for you to call me out on that, because I didn't say it directly to you, mm-hmm. directly to your face is bullshit in my opinion, right. because I share it on a public platform. So maybe they you have sigh. Well, then that's fucked up. <laughs> uh, you sigh, who is constantly in social media, constantly, that's your platform. You, you should know this about me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of messed up because it goes back to like, Everything with Sai is like either I'm hungry or I don't know Jenna. You know you ain't gonna get fed at Aaron's parties. Yeah. Just type in Jenna's name. Google her. I'm gonna give you a Garcelle. Google me. <laughs> yep. So, anyways, let's see what the other episodes about. Yep. All right. All right. So we have Bryn visiting her brother in L.A. and then Aaron visiting. Jenna, after her surgery. I mean, Bryn visiting her brother, it was a really, I think, sweet moment Mm -hmm. where we really got to see them sort of talk about and unpack a little bit more about their childhood. And it was nice to see that they are so close and they sort of had each other throughout Mm -hmm. all of those experiences rather than letting uh, circumstances sort of drive them Heart. Yep. Right. Like it was. It was. I thought it was really cute. It's a really cute, um, really sweet moment 
they had. And you could tell that Bryn still has a lot of pain and that sort of seems to manifest in the way that she has relationships. And she even said it, you know, like her issues with family are all related back to her childhood. Yeah. I, um, I did really appreciate the relationship with her and her brother because it reminded me of me and my sister you know they're very. You know they were very, very close. And, it was, and, and, and when you come from a household that could be toxic at any level, um, it's refreshing to see like siblings leaning on each other. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're just like whatever. And I just it reminds me of like my relationship with my sister, and I absolutely love that part of it. And I actually I like the fact that they're so transparent in the sense of like no, it's not them, it's me. You know, right. and they're acknowledging the fact that they have some demons that they're trying to get over that are sabotaging themselves in the present. Mm-hmm. So I did respect the transparency there. I also like the fact taking it out outside of the scene itself. I did get tired of Real Housewives of New York City prior to the reboot that they had to do every scene together, and I mean like. If you ever notice, the majority of all the scenes is always, like, another housewife there. Right. And I like the fact that so far, they have allowed this this um, this installation, installment, sorry, um, to live on their own. Like, they're just right. doing it completely different. Like, she was all the way in L.A. You know? Mm-hmm. It's like, I love it. I, I, love, I, I love that part of it. Um, yeah. I agree. That was good. And then- now, you know how I'm going to feel automatically with Aaron visiting Jenna, but I'm going to throw You're going to for- love it. You're going to love it. Listen, You're just going to love it. Listen, I'm going to throw you for a bit of a loop because at the beginning, I was like, okay, Aaron's bringing her soup that's very, very thoughtful. And I was like, sort of hesitantly optimistic. But then she loses me in the confessional when she has to talk about, well, you know, I wouldn't know about this. I only had my first cavity like a week ago. So like already in this sort of weird way, making Jenna less than because she has these issues with her teeth. And, you know, I don't have those because I take care of my teeth. I only just had a cavity and look (laughs) how old I am. Like I was getting undertones of that, even though she wasn't saying it. I don't know. Is that just me? I think it's just you. Okay. I really, I, I, I have to admit, like, I enjoyed the scene in its entirety because it showed her empathy and sincerity of being with, you know, a friend and being there for a friend. I think her delivery may be off, but what I got from that confessional was, I don't know how she feels. I've never, I, I never had to have surgery to that extent on my teeth. I've only had a cavity ever. So, like, that's how I saw okay. it. But I think her delivery is not the greatest, but that's how I saw it. I think it's the smile for me. Like, that that smirk that we yeah, talked smirk. about before. That smirk that she does, and, like, she has sort of something in her eyes where I'm like, there's something else behind there. Like, there's something deeper there, like, like calculating almost. Okay, I can give but, you that. No, I can definitely give you that. But that's what I gather from it. I... We all saw the trailer for this episode that they really go in on Jenna. And so far, I can tell them all to kiss my ass. <laughs> because Jenna has been nothing but upfront in text that they share on the screen, her conversations with each of the women. She flat out says why she does not 
want to go immediately when they go. She wants to go ahead of time because this is going to make her feel better. Let her have her moment to feel better and to, because social like awkwardness and anxiety weighs heavily. I don't want to go into a trip that I've spent a lot of money on and I feel less than the people that I'm with because it's going to ruin the whole trip. Mm -hmm. Let her do her. And I also did not like the scene when they were like, did the, the, the flash shot of Jessel and Bryn saying like, did you hear that Jenna is going to go early? That's some bullshit. I always go early. I always go early to every single one of my trips. And I actually stay later for every single one of my trips. And I plan and I budget accordingly because one, I want to have a couple of days by myself or with a mm-hmm. close friend so that I can actually start processing the vacation. Because I feel like when you go there right away for like, let's say you go to you go somewhere for a week, you have at least two to three days where you're still trying to get into vacation mode. I don't want to use my vacation to get into vacation mode. Right. So if I can afford to go two or three days early, I'm going two, three, two or three days early. And I say that to many of my friends and they don't give me shit. They're just like, damn, we're jealous. We wish you can go before you. Right. Or, or, oh, that's cool. I get it. That's a supportive friend. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I also when I get back from a trip, I I take a day or two off even after the trip to get myself readjusted to home life. Mm-hmm. Do my laundry, check my bills, check my emails, like re reacquaint myself with like everyday life. If I have the means, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Jenna has the means, so get off her back. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, how this is going to play out like later in the season because they really seem to be grasping yeah, they are. for something here. But I did think it, like it was a little cute in um, like the text thread and they're like, get that vitamin D. Then Aaron was like, oh yeah, we know what you mean by vitamin D. Uba. And I had like the little like egg. Oh, plant. you know what? I didn't read all that. But that's cute because that's you never Some see that with the other housewives. Yeah, they're always so like proper. I I do like that because that's like talking to real friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was cute, and just the fact that they have like a, a text thread was cute. I am like seeing this. I I have sort of like I said, hesitantly softened softened on Aaron like a little you did? bit. Hesitantly, like how um, much? Like 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 a scotch. Like I think I think like, like the tiniest amount. I think you took like ice cream out of the freezer to thaw and you're like five minutes into the thawing process. Maybe like two minutes. Into the process. <laughs> like it's still not thawed. It's not thawed. It's, it's still like not that thawed. keto. It's, still hard. it's like that keto ice cream that you gotta wait like three weeks for it to thaw. Yes, it's like that. <laughs> you're just chip, chipping off like little flakes of like, uh, like ice at this point. It's okay. But I was I'm like, getting there. You know, like that's cute. She brought her soup. Okay, like, all right. So anyway, yeah. Let's see. Let's see what else is in store. See, I told you that, like, for Aaron, <laughs> very, very short-lived. Because her knowing about um, Jenna going early, totally, like, going to spin that into something else. Because we go from that scene where they're talking, they're bonding, she's sharing soup. Jenna, rightfully so, like, says, listen, I'm going to go early. You know what? It's a it's a bonus. Is that the reason why she's going early? No. But is it a benefit? Absolutely. 
let her go early. Who cares if she doesn't want a flying coach? Like she said, I'm old and I'm six feet tall. It's not comfortable if you're super tall to be crammed in those seats with like people invading your space, especially if you're alone, mm -hmm. you know, so let her, let her go. And then the fact that she has to then go and like talk to her husband about it afterwards, which let me also say her coaching didn't work. Because he was flubbing his lines at the beginning and he couldn't focus with the kids there. So she had to get the kids out. And he was like, I couldn't get a word in. No, you, you just totally you forgot what she coached you on. You have such a thing for Erin. I, I don't know why. I don't know why. Granted, she's not my cup of tea either. She must trigger something in me. Maybe. I don't know. She, she's not my cup of tea either, but I don't dislike her. And yeah. I do see everything that you're saying, but not to the point of like... I must dislike her. And I'm not saying that that's, that's what you're doing, but I'm like, she brings an, she brings another layer to the, to the housewives that we need. There's always that one that, that makes the mountain out of a molehill. There's always that one that kind of stirs the pot. There's always that one that kind of, um, narrates her storyline when she should just be letting it happen organically. So there's always that person, you know? So I, I think there's a purpose for her to be in the housewives, but like, I just don't, I, I don't, I don't dislike her to that level. Um, I know we not presented in the, in the, in the show is that, you know, where she stands on the political side of things. I think that's my so, part of it. So like, we all know that she supported it, it supported Trump and us being, you know, of the LGBTQ plus community and, and, and just the part, people of color, it's, it doesn't sit right. Rather you are a person of color. It doesn't sit right. But like, that's outside of the story itself. It would be interesting if they finally bring it up. It would be interesting. And call her out. It would be interesting. But I don't know if... Because I don't think anybody on that Housewives cast would will be on her side with it. No. And the other thing, too, is, like, for me, granted, like, just supporting alone is enough for me to be like, eh. But I know there's, like, certain Housewives that very much are, you know, supporting Trump, but you sort of put already put them like in a category. So you mm -hmm. sort of, and maybe it's that like Aaron disappointed me. Maybe I thought that with this reboot, you know, we weren't going to sort of have that. And it's like, Oh no, we have it here. But the fact that she also supported him after the insurrection, that part. And I know she's I trying to agree. give some weak ass reasoning. Right. Why, and and but, I don't, I don't disagree with what you're saying, but I mean, I guess I do to a certain extent, just like I'll give you, I, I'll just agree 20, 25% of what you're saying, but only because if we're going to be truly authentic to giving walks of life of, across the board of New York City or whether it's Atlanta, whether it's M Miami or Salt Lake City, we have to see all sides of it. So as That's much as, true. as much as we are in New York City, which is primarily a blue state, which is primarily democratic. There are still Republicans. There are still Trump supporters. So we have to see all sides of, of, of the coin. That's how I see it. I don't agree with it. I don't agree with her stance on it, but we have to see it. Because it, it, then it would be one-sided when it comes to the housewives. You know? So that's, that's my thought on that. But, but I feel like it's the, but it's the right side. <laughs> we, yes. But anyways, that's another podcast. That is. <laughs> so going back to the episode, quick little, quick little, break in it so they were uh getting ready for the trip you know my stance when it comes to 
why Jenna didn't want to fly with them. Mm-hmm. One, I always, I said it before, I always go early. So I have no judgment there. I do it all the time and I still live by it. I don't care what you think. And my friends, my true friends don't care either. Two, if I look out and find a business class seat, I'm going to take it. And my friends also will not care. And also, like, if I, if I actually said I do not want to fly coach and I want to fly business and I have the means, my friends, my true friends don't, don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. When I go on my, my, when I go on my trips with my friends and we go, there are friends of mine that choose first class. They're like, I'm not flying coach and I'm flying coach. I don't give them shit. I go, damn, I wish I could do it, but I can't right now. So, so be it. So I don't, I don't, I don't care for that. I think this is like, what was it? Um, who had the bullshit argument in the Real Housewives? Um, that Andy even called out. It was the most recent Housewives. Oh. What? What? Who was Wasn't it? Wasn't it uh, Danielle, Danielle and, and uh, Rachel, Rachel. It was stupid. It was bullshit. Yeah. This, is what, this is a bullshit argument. What? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I agree with everything that you're saying. Um, and it's like now building to this point where when they eventually arrive, like... It, it's it's going to rear its ugly head, mm-hmm. but it like begs the question: Does the trip start on the plane? Like, and I think that's you know, and it, it'll we'll get into it more like, um, in a, in a bit. But I think that is part of what might not be sitting well with them. Not that I agree with that, but like they want an experience on the plane with everyone. Yeah. But they're not allowed to bring cameras on the plane. Do you ever notice on the, on the housewives? Like they, they always have to film it on their phones and their cameras. And right. I, and I know, I, I think they want the experience. They don't care about it being on camera. Like they personally want the experience. Well, you know what? Then, 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 Get a get a jet, like they do on Beverly Hills. If you want the true experience, because majority of the time when you when the housewives don't get like personal and private jets, they end up sitting all separate. That's true. So how are you going to really get the experience? And also for me, that's true. Also for like you only see them really truly interacting when they're on the Beverly Hills one when they get their private jets. When it, when it comes to like the the commercial flights and they get you know first class or even or, or even um, economy. They're not talking to each other. They're not sitting with each other. It's always quick uh, videos of them sleeping or Mm -hmm. just eating or reading. And me, personally, I'm not the greatest flyer. I don't talk to nobody. Like, I'm curbing my anxiety. Right. Yeah. What was the other thing? Um, Oh, well. Oh, Jessel and her husband. I mean, I think it added a lot more to the story. And just as I was saying, we're bringing in husbands that bring like positive like perspectives. I, it doesn't really sit well with me that like number one, he's like randomly going to Vietnam and it clearly wasn't a conversation. Cause Jess will seem to be hearing like, what are you talking about? But then the other thing too is like, well, you figure out the kids. No bitch. Those are your kids too. It doesn't just fall to 
um, Jessel because she's their mother to like worry about their care. You are 50% their parent. You need to take care of them as well. And you don't pass that off. That's something you figure out together. Not like, well, you got to figure it out. I'm going, I'm out. That does not sit well with me at all. And like that really made me sort of look at him a certain way where like, were we too harsh? By we, I mean the general public. But, like, were people, like, too harsh in, like, judging Jessel early on and being like, I don't like the way she talks to her husband? Was it maybe she was being more authentic and he was sort of not really revealing some of these types of things? Like, I don't I don't know. I can see that. I see I see both sides. I see, I see that. I definitely saw a different side of him. I also thought the whole, like, you can take care, you got to figure out the kids thing. And I don't agree with this, but I think it's more of a cultural thing where in certain cultures, it's very the norm where it's like the welfare of the children falls on the the Mm -hmm. wife and the mother. So I don't agree with it, but I feel like it's a cultural thing. So I saw that when he, when he was making that comment, I, but I did see the douchiness of him and like, I don't care. I'm going to do this. I don't care. Um, and I didn't, that didn't sit well with me. But what I also saw within that is maybe the other side of the relationship where he knows that she truly didn't like fall in love with him. She grew to love him. She settled with him. Like she said it already in a couple of the confessionals. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, if you don't truly love me, I'm going to do me. You do you. Wish you all the best. You know? I'll give you as much as you give me. That's what I saw as well. Right. But I saw all layers of it. I saw, I, I see all layers, but that's, that's the part that I saw more mm-hmm. so. Like, you talk shit to me. You talk down to me. You don't have sex with me. You see me as less than. You settled with me. Then you know what? I'm going to do me. <laughs> I'm going to go for a very expensive bun me sandwich. <laughs> and you know what? So be it. So be it. Let him, let him do his thing. I know people that love to fly. I hate flying. Absolutely fly. But like if he loves to fly and that's part of his vacation, mm-hmm. 20 hour flight is part of his vacation for him to be there for three days and fly back. Let him do him. I think an interesting thing too, and I thought it was sort of awkward and I sort of hate always coming from like a production standpoint, but I feel like lately I've been thinking about it a bit more, but he's like, well, why are you even going? Why are you even going? And she's like, well, you know, like I'm going with my friends, but like part of it too is because we're on the real housewives and we have to do a trip. This is work. Like that's part of it. So I wonder if there was some jealousy involved that she gets to go on this trip for like quote unquote work. Oh, I didn't see it that way, but yeah, Uh, I don't know. I saw it. I forgot about that part. So yes, I saw it as, I can see it as jealousy, but I also saw it as he was giving it right back to her. He goes, what's the difference? You're going away and you're just going to be with your friends. You're going to fly um, like a, all this amount of time, fly there and back to be with your friends. And you're giving me shit about wanting to go to v- Vietnam because I have extra points or I have an extra ticket that I'm going to lose. Like I saw it there as well. But like it could be some jealousy as well. But I don't. I didn't see the jealousy more so. I just got he was giving it right back to her. Mm-hmm. I can like, see that. Like you're telling me I can't go to Vietnam on my own accord and my own reasoning, but I can't challenge you. Kiss my ass. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see what else is in the store. This is so hard to watch. 
of course, you know, I'm going to start with, um, with Aaron, Mm -hmm. but I do think like there's other voices in it as well, but it's like this tiny, small thing is given such stupid life. Mm -hmm. And Aaron is really misrepresenting things, Mm -hmm. which is then 100% impacting how other people are reacting to it. Because, you know, when she said, the truth is, she said the real reason she went down was, like, because she didn't want to fly coach. That automatically puts that in everyone else's head that that's why she did it. And then she's not being truthful. So while I am frustrated that everyone's jumping on this, like, anti-Jenna train, part of me is like, well, it's what Aaron has been feeding them that is making them react in a certain way, which I don't like. But I think Jenna is, I mean... She didn't get where she is by, like, just floating by. She is so perceptive. Every single thing she said to Jessel was, like, spot on. It isn't just about this. There have been things that are brewing. This is just a pile. And, like, everything she said was so accurate from what we've seen. It was, like, incredible to see a housewife with, like, that level of perception. Yeah. I... Seeing how Aaron was for this episode, it reminded me of people that I used to work with and people that I know that are very good with their words and they can they can use the littlest amount of words, but they're really good at rallying people behind them. What is it? The Polly Piper, that fair that fable where Oh the Pied Piper, yeah. Pied yeah. Piper. That's how I see her as. She knows how to use her words, she knows how to manipulate a conversation or a storyline to the point where people will rally around her and change their perspective of the whole thing. And that's what I, I agree. That's what I see right now. And I, I can't stand it for her to say, well, you know, the main reason is she never said the main reason was that she didn't want to be on that plane with you guys in coach. She said the main reason was she wanted to get out there and get a tan and have her own moment. Let her do her own thing. She is not, not everybody's the same. And we all can tell from eight episodes in that Jenna is like, more on the introvert side in the sense of things. And I get that because there are people that need to recharge. My boss is like that. We do presentations all the time and it's, and he's great up there. He's 24 seven, like bah, 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 very extroverted, but he's overstretching himself for the sake of what is needed of him in that moment. So he goes and he goes back to his hotel room and he's like, I don't go out. I don't get a drink with you guys. I don't get dinner with you guys. I don't do any of this stuff because I need my time by myself to recharge to be able to do it again the next day mm-hmm. and do the next the next day of training. And she probably needed those two days to recharge, not just because of her skin, but her skin situation is valid, but also because she probably needs that, that recharge to collect herself. Mm-hmm. Like when she said in her confessional, she's like, I had two days by myself. I got a massage. I got a new dress. I got, my mas- I got a tan. I'm ready for a girl's trip. She probably needed those couple mm-hmm. of days. And what I don't like is that they are – they are using the opportunity to pounce on her because I, she's similar in a sense to me. Like, I'm not great at articulating myself in the moment. If you caught, catch me off guard, it's hard for me to actually, like, articulate myself. And I can see that with, with Jenna where she's kind of like, you know, why did you fly with us? Why didn't this? Why didn't that? She feels attacked. She's going to fumble over her words and they're using that against her. Mm-hmm. And I don't care for that. And I think she's – and I can see that when she talked to Jessel – and she's like, I had a moment, I collected myself, I got ready, and I regrouped. And I felt like the businesswoman in her kicked in where she was like, oh, no, I have, I've been down this road before. Right. I'm not pull, I'm not playing this. I see all of this. 
I see how what's Bryn doing. I see how the other girls are rallying against them. And we can either get over it or we don't. And it is what it is because I'm going to move on. Right. And I respected her 100% in in that scene. And I love the fact that she was like, you've seen every one of my red carpet photos. So suck a bag of dicks. <laughs> like, you've seen every single one of them because you're jealous. And I don't need you to promote my shit. My right. shit's already in the stores. Right. I didn't like how Uba jumped on that train and was like, Jenna can suck my dick. Like, I... It was such mean girl mentality. And I feel like she's just operating on, like, less information because yeah. she was sick. She so, like, COVID. missed a lot of it. But, like, I I, wa- I really wanted her in that moment to be like, let's let's relax a minute, everyone. Let's wait till she gets but, here. But again, when Aaron's saying, this is the thing that happened, it's going to make her feel a certain way. So I'm sort of like, okay. But I also feel like if people are more, like, introverted or a little more shy... You know, it's going to be natural for her to give, like, a whole bunch of reasons because she's feeling attacked in that moment, right? So she's like, well, you know, there's this and this and this. And I didn't like how it almost felt, like, triggering to me how Bryn was like, okay, I'm confused. No, you're not confused. You're just using that language to, like, poke at something. Mm -hmm. And I don't like that. No, I don't like that either. I don't like how Bryn and Sai are ganging up on Jenna. And I just feel like it's out of jealousy. I really do feel like truly it's out of jealousy and I, and they have no reason to be jealous. They're successful in their own rights. And I think they're amazing in their own rights, but it's like, why, why are you bringing her down? Aaron, she, she lost points for me more so to the point of dislike because you kept saying the smirk thing. You kept saying, you know, how she, she portrays the situation and you, it, you hit the nail on the head. The last part of this episode, I didn't like that. That shit pissed me off. It's, it, 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 it reminded me so much of the Reef party where she's like, no, I'm coming here to ruin your party. You're ruining everything. Mm-hmm. You're really ruining everything. And I started thinking about it, and I can see you, there's been housewives in the past that have left after one season because it's not for them. I can see Jenna doing that, and I can see it being the complete opposite. You know how, like, when someone leaves after just one season, they go, they couldn't hack it. They're not a housewife. They're not this. I can see the fans flipping it being like the franchise is making someone who is so successful, such a, such a icon in the sense of the platform that she can carry leave. And it's going to be a negative impact on mm-hmm. the, on the housewives franchise than, than the opposite. Yeah. I can see that happening because I can see Jenna going, you know what? You were suffering. Real Housewives of New York City was suffering. You approached me at the last minute. I am coming in thinking it's a great opportunity, thinking that it's changing because you're doing a reboot and it's still the same shit. I'm out. Best of luck to you. And it could be the downfall of the Housewives if they allow this to happen. Someone at that level. We've never had somebody at that level on Housewives. Yeah, you had Adrian Malouf who was part of like the casino genre, uh, uh, you know, uh, what was it? Was uh, false casinos, whatever, whatever casino it was in Las Vegas, which is huge. You have some big name people like the Hiltons and stuff, but you never had somebody that was like, like self made to this level, right? That's my opinion about it. Yeah, I mean, it is really interesting. I think that we're gonna have a really eye opening reunion because I think. 
people are going to see exactly how these things played out. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're going to hear like the confessionals. And I feel like Aaron's not going to come off well. And I would be willing to bet that if things continue on like a negative trajectory, I don't know. It sort of looks like they are with Sai saying to Jenna, like, yes, I really do believe that this is what you did. Um, But I feel like they're going to owe some apologies to Jenna perhaps because of that. Um, and I feel like, again, like there's sort of other issues there, but I feel like Aaron's played into a lot of them. And I will tell you this, that regardless of how they feel about her on the show, in the moment of them filming it, she's the biggest star currently while it's being aired. Because I follow all of those TikTok Instagrams and the, 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 um, oh, the TikTok Instagram, I combined the two. Um, but, um. Uh, She's all of the memes. She's all of the gifts. She's everything. Mm-hmm. There's nothing about Brynn. There's nothing about Aaron. There's nothing about Sai, Jessel, or Uba. There's nothing. It's all Jenna. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think, I think they're going to get to, they're going to get to the reunion. There's always a gap between the reunion and the show where they're going to probably see everything and be like, fuck, we fucked. Or, or they're going to see that, that the fans were not on their side. Yeah. And I, I just, it pisses me off because I feel like Sai is kind of like that cousin of mine, you know, she came, you know, she, she's, she's like, she's the, she's, she, she, you know, how she came up and, and how she identifies and how she's appreciative of where she came from. The whole Dallas storage conversation really resonated with me. Mm-hmm. Bryn's story really resonated with me, but I'm like, stop, stop bullying somebody. It's bullying in my eyes. I really do think it's bullying. Yeah, I mean, I agree that it's not right. I don't agree that it's bullying because I feel like for it to be bullying, there has to be a power imbalance. And I don't think there's a power imbalance between the three of them. Do you think they're trying to build that power imbalance? Well, I don't think anyone. I don't think they could I feel like be it, at a more powerful position than Jenna Lyons. But I, I mean, like, if I, I see power uh, in the sense of... Mo- mo- like within the friendship? Yes. I, oh, I, I see it as... Yeah. Ganging up. I see it as... That's what I see it as. Maybe I use bullying as you know, a word. Maybe actually, you know ganging what? Up. Well, I was going to say, you know what? There actually is a bit of a power imbalance if, and I don't know this to be true, but I just get the sense that Jenna came on later and sort of was introduced to the friend group and sort of like met them at some point, but a lot of them were already friends. Mm-hmm. So there is a just an inherent power imbalance in that. Yeah, and maybe, maybe it's not bullying, but maybe it's just ganging up. In a sense, which is yeah. another another form of just hostility. And I don't care for it. I really don't. I mean, I dealt with it my whole life, so I see it on her end. And I do feel like lately in the in the episode, she's been the odd man out. Like, they went after her at the Reef episode. They went after her right now while they're in Anguilla. You know, I, I, and I just, they, what was it? Um, before the anniversary party, when they were getting on her about oh, her right. opening up. Yeah, and I feel it's always something. Before then, it was leaving. Yes, I'm yeah. like, leave her alone. Always something. Well, for sure, it'll be very interesting how things progress in the next episode. So, did you tell? Can you tell in the in the trailer for the next episode? She's annoyed. She is annoyed, and she's gonna she's gonna finally be like, what the fuck? I think she's gonna finally shut. Maybe this is the moment where she shuts them up, and then the topic is dropped, and they sort of move on from it. Maybe this is where the, the real divide starts. 
Yeah, because there's still so much fighting. Like, I mean, I can't wait for Uba to put Aaron in her place. <laughs> Which I think is coming up on this trip because it looked like mm-hmm. the background when we saw that in like the initial trailer, mm-hmm. it looked like it's the place that they're at now. We shall see. So that I think that might be coming up in the next like few episodes while they're still on this trip. We shall see. But all right. All right, well Fine, I think final thoughts on on this episode. Final thoughts. I think great episode. Um just in terms of uh, entertainment value. But one of my most frustrating episodes to see, like, this trajectory continue to happen mm-hmm. toward Jenna. Same. I just, I just, I, I don't like the buildup that it's leading up to where it's, it's an attack on, on Jenna. And I'm, I'm losing respect and, like, likability to a couple of the main people that I really like. Like, I really like Sai. I really like... Bryn and these past two episodes they've really been pissing me off I don't like the shift real quickly with Uba and she hasn't been there long enough so that's not sitting well with me surprisingly the person that I didn't like the most Jessel I'm really liking now that's true yeah. like I like I'm really really liking her I'm getting her now maybe because she was she, her, her her personality and her directiveness how direct she was with things what wasn't my cup of tea in the beginning but now I'm getting used to it and yeah, I see who she really is. It doesn't come from anywhere of ill, ill, ill will or any of that stuff. It's she's just that's how she she approaches things. Yeah, and I forgot to mention it earlier, but I thought it was really sweet how she said, "You know what? Like, I lost a little weight. I'm feeling a little less. Well, she didn't say I'm feeling less self conscious, but she's like, I lost a little weight. Like, this actually is kind of cute, and I think I'm gonna bring it and wear it. And I don't know why I said all that stuff about this, like lingerie in the beginning. I thought that was really, really sweet, yeah. and I thought it was really authentic. Yeah, because she didn't say it in in front of the women. Mm-hmm. So really, unless unless they really edited in, they would have never heard that. So she was being genuine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we shall see. I think we're like at the middle way. I think. I think. I think it's gonna. I think after this episode, it's gonna be like on the next rest of Housewives. Oh yeah, and then getting we'll like that. See. That second half preview. All right. Well, I think we've done it. All so right. um, until next time, I'm Adam. Um, signing off. I'm Dean, and we'll we'll see you. We'll see you around. See you next time. All right. Bye. Bye.